Hello, my name is Craig Kelly, and this is a special Sunday edition of Common Prayer. I want to welcome you to this podcast I'm putting together, going through the Daily Office, which is a uh, devotional practice going back to the uh, Church of England, to the English Christian tradition. And I thought I would do something a little different for you. Uh, Being a Sunday, I don't usually... um, do a podcast on Sundays, but uh, I thought I'd put uh, something a little different out here for you. Um, For those that have been listening along with the podcast for a while, you know that I've been doing the podcast through the Book of Common Prayer published in 2019 by the Anglican Church in North America. And um, I've really enjoyed that, uh, that edition. I've enjoyed going through the the services they have it laid out, um, but that was actually not what got me started in the practice of the daily office. What actually got me started in it was uh, a book called the 1662 Book of Common Prayer International Edition. Uh, this was published a couple of years ago by InterVarsity Press, and this is actually a um, a reproduction of what had been the Book of Common Prayer published in 1662, which uh, actually was the standard uh, prayer book for uh, a couple hundred years, actually up until probably about the early 20th century um, in the entire Anglican Church. And the Anglican Church around the world, I believe, used this 1662 Book of Common Prayer. And this international edition, they updated a, a couple of out-of-date words. I mean, just just enough to kind of make it more understandable. But they otherwise kept all the, the language, the order of service, everything. Um, and that's a, actually what got me started on this, um, on this practice. So I thought just for something different, I, I don't know why, but maybe somebody out there will really respond to this, but um, I thought just for something different, I would bring you Morning Prayer as written in this 1662 International Edition uh, Book of Common Prayer. And uh, there should be a link um, in the description on how to follow along with it. There is an online uh, version at IE is an international edition, ie.dailyoffice1662.com. And you can follow along online that way. I also left a link to um, Amazon in case you enjoy this and you decide you want to get a copy of this for yourself. Um, it's uh, I love the language in it. I love the, uh, the beauty of that old style English. I mean, this is around this, you know, around the same time as, you know, Shakespeare. So you can kind of get an idea of the, of the language that's used in it. And uh, it's just, it's beautiful. And I know there's, are people everywhere that uh, still use this, uh, still use this prayer book for their daily devotions. So it's still doing a work today. So Well, without further ado, let us go into uh, morning prayer 
and this is for August 20th, 2023. Let's take a moment of silence to prepare ourselves for worship. So again, this is morning prayer for August 20th, 2023. In this calendar, it is the 11th Sunday after Trinity, which is the Sunday after Pentecost, Trinity Sunday, which would make this the 12th Sunday after Pentecost. Let us begin with a couple of opening sentences from Scripture. Hide thy face from my sins, and blot out all mine iniquities. The sacrifices of God are a broken spirit, a broken and a contrite heart, O God, thou wilt not despise. Dearly beloved brethren, the scripture moveth us in sundry places to acknowledge and confess our manifold sins and wickedness, and that we should not dissemble nor cloak them before the face of Almighty God, our Heavenly Father, but confess them with a humble, lowly, penitent, and obedient heart, to the end that we may obtain forgiveness of the same by his infinite goodness and mercy. And although we ought at all times humbly to acknowledge our sins before God, yet ought we most chiefly so to do when we assemble and meet together to render thanks for the great benefits that we have received at his hands, to set forth his most worthy praise, to hear his most holy word, and to ask those things which are requisite and necessary as well for the body as the soul. Wherefore I pray and beseech you as many as are here present to accompany me with a pure heart and humble voice unto the throne of the heavenly grace, saying after me. Almighty and most merciful Father, we have erred and strayed from thy ways like lost sheep. We have followed too much the devices and desires of our own hearts. We have offended against thy holy laws. We have left undone those things which we ought to have done, and we have done those things which we ought not to have done, and there is no health in us. But thou, O Lord, have mercy upon us miserable offenders. Spare thou those, O God, who confess their faults. Restore thou those who are penitent. According to thy promises declared unto mankind, in Christ Jesus you are Lord. And grant, O most merciful Father, for his sake, that we may hereafter live a godly, righteous, and sober life. To the glory of thy holy name. Amen. Grant, we beseech thee, merciful Lord, to thy faithful people, pardon and peace, that they may be cleansed from all their sins, and serve thee with a quiet mind. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory, for ever and ever. Amen. O Lord, open thou our lips, and our mouth shall show forth thy praise. O God, make speed to save us. O Lord, make haste to help us. 
Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Praise ye the Lord. The Lord's name be praised. Let us say together the Venite. Now, in this prayer book, they do not have a opening and closing responsory. Um, in fact, they just end with the Gloria Patri at the end. In fact, all the uh, all the psalms in this service end with the Gloria Patri, not just the uh, not just the final one. So, let's go on to the Venite. O come, let us sing unto the Lord. Let us heartily rejoice in the strength of our salvation. Let us come before his presence with thanksgiving, and show ourselves glad in him with psalms. For the Lord is a great God, and a great King above all gods. In his hand are all the corners of the earth, and the strength of the hills is his also. The sea is his, and he made it, and his hands prepared the dry land. O come, let us worship and fall down, and kneel before the Lord our Maker. For he is the Lord our God, and we are the people of his pasture, and the sheep of his hand. Today, if ye will hear his voice, harden not your hearts, as in the provocation, and as in the day of temptation in the wilderness, when your fathers tempted me, proved me, and saw my works. Forty years long was I grieved with this generation, and said, it is a people that do err in their hearts, for they have not known my ways, unto whom I swear in my wrath that they should not enter into my rest. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. The first psalm for this 20th day of the month for morning prayer is Psalm 102. Hear my prayer, O Lord, and let my crying come unto thee. Hide not thy face from me in the time of my trouble. Incline thine ear unto me when I call. O hear me, and that right soon. For my days are consumed away like smoke and my bones are burnt up as it were a firebrand. My heart is smitten down and withered like grass, so that I forget to eat my bread. For the voice of my groaning, my bones will scarce cleave to my flesh. I am become like a pelican in the wilderness, and like an owl that is in the desert. I have watched, and am even as it were a sparrow that sitteth alone upon the housetop, Mine enemies revile me all the day long, and they that are mad upon me are sworn together against me. For I have eaten ashes as it were bread, and mingled my drink with weeping, and that because of thine indignation and wrath, for thou hast taken me up and cast me down. My days are gone like a shadow, and I am withered like grass. But thou, O Lord, shalt endure for ever, and thy remembrance throughout all generations. Thou shalt arise and have mercy upon Sion. For it is time that thou have mercy upon her. Yea, the time is come. And why? Thy servants think upon her stones, and it pitieth them to see her in the dust. 
The heathen shall fear thy name, O Lord, and all the kings of the earth thy majesty, when the Lord shall build up Zion, and when his glory shall appear, when he turneth him unto the prayer of the poor destitute, and despiseth not their desire. This shall be written for those that come after, and the people which shall be born shall praise the Lord. For he hath looked down from his sanctuary. Out of the heaven did the Lord behold the earth, that he might hear the mournings of such as are in captivity, and deliver them that are appointed unto death, that they may declare the name of the Lord in Sion, and his worship at Jerusalem. When the peoples are gathered together, and the kingdoms also, to serve the Lord, he brought down my strength in my journey, and shortened my days. But I said, O my God, take me not away in the midst of mine age, as for thy years they endure throughout all generations. Thou, Lord, in the beginning hast laid the foundation of the earth, and the heavens are the work of thy hands. They shall perish, but thou shalt endure. They all shall wax old as doth a garment, and as a vesture shalt thou change them, and they shall be changed. But thou art the same, and thy years shall not fail. The children of thy servants shall continue, and their seed shall stand fast in thy sight. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Going on to Psalm 103. Praise the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me, praise his holy name. Praise the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all his benefits, who forgiveth all thy sin, and healeth all thine infirmities, who saveth thy life from destruction, and crowneth thee with mercy and loving kindness, who satisfieth thy mouth with good things, making thee young and lusty as an eagle. The Lord executeth righteousness and judgment for all them that are oppressed with wrong. He showed his ways unto Moses, his works unto the children of Israel. The Lord is full of compassion and mercy, long-suffering and of great goodness. He will not always be chiding, neither keepeth he his anger for ever. He hath not dealt with us after our sins, nor rewarded us according to our wickednesses. For look how high the heaven is in comparison of the earth. So great is his mercy also toward them that fear him. Look how wide also the east is from the west. So far hath he set our sins from us. Yea, like as a father pitieth his own children, even so is the Lord merciful unto them that fear him. For he knoweth whereof we are made. He remembereth that we are but dust. The days of man are but as grass, for he flourisheth as a flower of the field. For as soon as the wind goeth over it, it is gone, and the place thereof shall know it no more. But the merciful goodness of the Lord endureth for ever and ever upon them that fear him, and his righteousness upon children's children, even upon such as keep his covenant, 
and think upon his commandments to do them. The Lord hath prepared his seat in heaven, and his kingdom ruleth over all. O praise the Lord, ye angels of his, ye that excel in strength, ye that fulfill his commandment and hearken unto the voice of his words. O praise the Lord, all ye his hosts, ye servants of his that do his pleasure. O speak good of the Lord, all ye works of his, in all places of his dominion. Praise thou the Lord, O my soul. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. The set of readings, the lectionary for the 1662 Book of Common Prayer, it's a little bit different than the 2019 ACNA version. So, uh, so the reading, the first reading for this morning prayer in the 1662 um, Book of Common Prayer is a reading from the second book of the Kings, beginning at the fifth chapter and the first verse. And I will be reading from the English Standard Version. Naaman, commander of the army of, of the king of Syria, was a great man with his master, and in high favor, because by him the Lord had given victory to Syria. He was a mighty man of valor, but he was a leper. Now the Syrians on one of their raids had carried off a little girl from the land of Israel, and she worked in the service of Naaman's wife. She said to her mistress, Would that my lord were with the prophet who was in Samaria. He would cure him of his leprosy. So Naaman went in and told his lord, Thus and so spoke the girl from the land of Israel. And the king of Syria said, Go now, and I will send a letter to the king of Israel. So he went, taking with him ten talents of silver, six thousand shekels of gold, and ten changes of clothing. And he brought the letter to the king of Israel, which read, When this letter reaches you, know that I have sent you Naaman my servant, that you may cure him of his leprosy. And when the king of Israel read the letter, he tore his clothes and said, Am I God to kill and to make alive that this man sends word to me to cure a man of his leprosy? Only consider and see how he is seeking a quarrel with me. But when Elisha, the man of God, heard that the king of Israel had torn his clothes, he said to the king, saying, Why have you torn your clothes? Let him now come to me, that he may know that there is a prophet in Israel. So Naaman came with his horses and chariots and stood at the door of Elisha's house. And Elisha sent a messenger to him, saying, Go and wash in the Jordan seven times, and your flesh shall be restored, and you shall be clean. But Naaman was angry, and went away, saying, Oh, behold, I thought that he would surely come out to me, and stand and call upon the name of the Lord his God, and wave his hand over the place and cure the leper. Are not Abana and Farpar the rivers of Damascus better than all the waters of Israel? Could I not wash in them and be clean? So he turned and went away in a rage. But his servant came near and said to him, My father, it is a great word the prophet has spoken to you. 
Will you not do it? Has he actually said to you, Wash and be clean? So he went down and dipped himself seven times in the Jordan, according to the word of the man of God. And his flesh was restored like the flesh of a little child, and he was clean. Then he returned to the man of God, he and all his company, and he came and stood before him. And he said, Behold, I know that there is no God in all the earth but in Israel. So accept now a present from your servant. But he said, As the Lord lives before whom I stand, I will receive none. And he urged him to take it, but he refused. Then Naaman said, If not, please let there be given to your servant two mule loads of earth. From now on, your servant will not offer burnt offering or sacrifice to any god but the Lord. In this way, may the Lord pardon your servant. When my master goes into the house of Rimmon to worship there, leaning on my arm, and I bow myself in the house of Rimmon when I bow myself in the house of Rimmon, that the Lord pardon your servant in this matter. He said to him, Go in peace. But when Naaman had gone from him a short distance, Gehazi, the servant of Elisha, the man of God, said, See, my master has spared this Naaman the Syrian in not accepting from his hand what he brought. As the Lord lives, I will run after him and get something from him. So Gehazi followed Naaman, and when Naaman saw someone running after him, he got down from the chariot to meet him and said, Is all well? And he said, All is well. Uh, My master has sent me to say, There have just now come to me from the hill country of Ephraim two young men of the sons of the prophets. Uh, Please give them a talent of silver and two changes of clothing. And Naaman said, Be pleased to accept two talents. And he urged him and tied up two talents of silver in two bags with two changes of clothing and laid them on two of his servants. And they carried them before Gehazi, And when he came to the hill, he took them from their hand and put them in the house, and he sent the men away, and they departed. He went in and stood before his master, and Elijah said to him, Where have you been, Gehazi? And he said, Your servant went nowhere. But he said to him, Did not my heart go when the man turned from his chariot to meet you? Was it a time to accept money and garments, olive orchards and vineyards, sheep and oxen, male servants and female servants? Therefore, the leprosy of Naaman shall cling to you and to your descendants forever. So he went out from his presence a leper like snow. Here endeth the first lesson. Let us say together the Tadeum Laudamus. We praise thee, O God. We acknowledge thee to be the Lord. All the earth doth worship thee, the Father everlasting. To thee all angels cry aloud, the heavens and all the powers therein. To thee cherubim and seraphim continually do cry. Holy, 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 Lord God of Sabaoth, Heaven and earth are full of the majesty of thy glory. The glorious company of the apostles praise thee. The goodly fellowship of the prophets praise thee. 
the noble army of martyrs praise thee. The holy church throughout all the world doth acknowledge thee, the father of an infinite majesty, thine honorable, true, and only son, also the Holy Ghost, the Comforter. Thou art the King of glory, O Christ. Thou art the everlasting Son of the Father. When thou tookest upon thee to deliver man, thou didst not abhor the virgin's womb. When thou hast overcome the sharpness of death, thou didst open the kingdom of heaven to all believers. Thou sittest at the right hand of God in the glory of the Father. We believe that thou shalt come to be our judge. We therefore pray thee, help thy servants, whom thou hast redeemed with thy precious blood. Make them to be numbered with thy saints, in glory everlasting. O Lord, save thy people, and bless thine heritage. Govern them and lift them up forever. Day by day we magnify thee, and we worship thy name, ever world without end. Vouchsafe, O Lord, to keep us this day without sin. O Lord, have mercy upon us, have mercy upon us. O Lord, let thy mercy lighten upon us, as our trust is in thee. O Lord, in thee have I trusted. Let me never be confounded. The second lesson is taken from the 18th chapter of the Acts of the Apostles, beginning at the first verse. After this, Paul left Athens and went to Corinth. And he found a Jew named Aquila, a native of Pontus, recently come from Italy with his wife Priscilla, because Claudius had commanded all the Jews to leave Rome. And he went to see them, and because he was of the same trade, he stayed with them and worked, for they were tent makers by trade. And he reasoned in the synagogue every Sabbath, and tried to persuade Jews and Greeks. When Silas and Timothy arrived from Macedonia, Paul was occupied with the word, testifying to the Jews that the Christ was Jesus. And when they opposed and reviled him, he shook out his garments, and said to them, Your blood be on your own heads. I am innocent. From now on I will go to the Gentiles." And he left there and went to the house of a man named Titius Justus, a worshiper of God. His house was next door to the synagogue. Crispus, the ruler of the synagogue, believed in the Lord, together with his entire household. And many of the Corinthians hearing Paul believed and were baptized. And the Lord said to Paul one night in a vision, Do not be afraid, but go on speaking, and do not be silent. For I am with you, and no one will attack you to harm you. For I have many in this city who are my people. And he stayed a year and six months, teaching the word of God among them. But when Gallio was was proconsul of Achaia, the Jews made a united attack on Paul and brought him before the tribunal, saying, This man is persuading people to worship God contrary to the law. But when Paul was about to open his mouth, Gallio said to the Jews, If it were a matter of wrongdoing or vicious crime, O Jews, I would have reason to accept your complaint. 
but since it is a matter of questions about words and names and your own law, see to it yourselves. I refuse to be a judge of these things. And he drove them from the tribunal. And they all seized Sosthenes, the ruler of the synagogue, and beat him in front of the tribunal. But Gallio paid no attention to any of this. After this, Paul stayed many days longer, and then took leave of the brothers, and set sail for Syria, and with him Priscilla and Aquila. At Sincrea he had cut his hair, for he was under a vow. And they came to Ephesus, and he left them there, but he himself went into the synagogue and reasoned with the Jews. When they asked him to stay for a longer period, he declined. But on taking leave of them, he said, I will return to you, if God wills. And he set sail from Ephesus. When he had landed at Caesarea, he went up and greeted the church, and then went down to Antioch. After spending some time there, he departed and went from one place to the next through the region of Galatia and Phrygia, strengthening all the disciples. Now a Jew named Apollos, a native of Alexandria, came to Ephesus. He was an eloquent man, competent in the scriptures. He had been instructed in the way of the Lord. And, being fervent in spirit, he spoke and taught accurately the things concerning Jesus, though he knew only the baptism of John. He began to speak boldly in the synagogue, but when Priscilla and Aquila heard him, they took him aside and explained to him the way of God more accurately. And when he wished to cross to Achaia, the brothers encouraged him and wrote to the disciples to welcome him. When he arrived, he greatly helped those who through grace had believed, for he powerfully refuted the Jews in public, showing by the scriptures that the Christ was Jesus. Here endeth the second lesson. Let us say together the Benedictus. Blessed be the Lord God of Israel, for he hath visited and redeemed his people, and hath raised up a mighty salvation for us in the house of his servant David, as he spake by the mouth of his holy prophets, which have been since the world began, that we should be saved from our enemies and from the hand of all that hate us, to perform the mercy promised to our forefathers, and to remember his holy covenant, to perform the oath which he sware to our forefather Abraham, that he would give us, that we, being delivered out of the hand of our enemies, might serve him without fear, in holiness and righteousness before him all the days of our life. And thou, child, shalt be called the prophet of the highest, for thou shalt go before the face of the Lord to prepare his ways, to give knowledge of salvation unto his people, for the remission of their sins. Through the tender mercy of our God, whereby the day spring from on high hath visited us, to give light to them that sit in darkness and in the shadow of death, and to guide our feet into the way of peace. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Let us proclaim our faith in the words of the Apostles' Creed. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, 
maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Ghost, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven, and sitteth on the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he shall come to judge the quick and the dead. I believe in the Holy Ghost, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. The Lord be with you, and with thy spirit. Let us pray. Lord, have mercy upon us. Christ, have mercy upon us. Lord, have mercy upon us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Amen. O Lord, show thy mercy upon us, and grant us thy salvation. O Lord, save them that rule, and mercifully hear us when we call upon thee. Endue thy ministers with righteousness, and make thy chosen people joyful. O Lord, save thy people, and bless thine inheritance. Give peace in our time, O Lord, because there is none other that fighteth for us, but only thou, O God. O God, may clean our hearts within us, and take not thy Holy Spirit from us. The Collect of the Day for this 11th Sunday after Trinity. O God, who declarest thy, thy almighty power most chiefly in showing mercy and pity, mercifully grant unto us such a measure of thy grace that we, running the way of thy commandments, may obtain thy gracious promises, and be made partakers of thy heavenly treasure. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. A College for Peace. Let us pray. O God, who art the author of peace and lover of concord, in knowledge of whom standeth our eternal life, whose service is perfect freedom, defend us, thy humble servants, in all assaults of our enemies, that we, surely trusting in thy defense, may not fear the power of any adversaries. Through the might of Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. A Collect for Grace. Let us pray. O Lord, our Heavenly Father, Almighty and Everlasting God, who has safely brought us to the beginning of this day, defend us in the same with thy mighty power. And grant that this day we fall into no sin, neither run into any kind of danger, but that all our doings may be ordered by thy governance to do always what is righteous in thy sight. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Now, typically in the um, 1662 Book of Common Prayer, on a Sunday there is followed by this the Great Litany, which is a 
sent is a long series of responses and uh, prayers for a variety of variety of things, and it's uh, it's it's a beautiful litany. If uh, if you are looking at this online or if you get the book, I mean, I I definitely recommend uh, turning and, and uh, going through it. It recommends going through it periodically. Um, but for uh, brevity's sake, we'll go ahead and uh, go to the prayer of Saint Chrysostom, which. Um, wraps up the morning prayer service. So let us pray. Almighty God, who hast given us grace at this time with one accord to make our common supplications unto thee, and has promised that when two or three are gathered together in thy name, thou wilt grant their requests. Fulfill now, O Lord, the desires and petitions of thy servants as may be most expedient for them, granting us in this world knowledge of thy truth, and in the world to come, life everlasting. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, and the love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Ghost be with us all evermore. Amen. Well, that concludes this morning prayer for this uh, Sunday, August 20th. A little bit different from the 2019 Book of Common Prayer, but uh, uh, I hope that uh, you're able to uh, still glean something from it that that it wasn't uh, too hard to follow along with. And the structure, uh, the, the 2019 version, definitely carries a lot of that, a lot of that structure from the original morning prayer service. So, um, so really, the order of things is, for the most part, very similar. But, but yeah, this was what, this was what got me going on, on the daily office, and uh, I sometimes I just enjoy going back and and going through morning and evening prayer uh with that again and just just the beauty of that um language and and just like with the 2019 version i mean so much is just pulled from scripture it is basically scripture set to worship um and there's Maybe it's maybe it's just the old style language or something, but there's I don't know. Every time I go through it, it's just there's this sense of of reverence or of awe that that comes over me when I'm when I'm going through it. But um, whatever it is, I mean, I hope that it was um, hope that it was a valuable experience for you as well. Um, so going a little out of the box here. Please let me know uh, what you thought. Is this something that you want me to do uh, regularly? Is this something that you, that uh, that you're like? No, I'm not. I'm not good with the these and thys and <laughs> and all that. Um, but uh, yeah, let me know. You can reach out to me at uh, common prayer four one nine at gmail um, You can reach out to me on Twitter at common prayer four one nine. Um, I apologize for some of the noise in the background. Uh, got some trains and stuff that've been going through here, but uh, <clears throat> but uh, if you are in Northwest or West Central Ohio, you know what this is all about. I'm sure uh, a lot of trains around here. So uh, if you're in the area, uh, by all means, reach out. Uh, I'd love to hear from you and uh, maybe uh, get a chance for some fellowship or kind of getting to get to know each other and 
you know, who knows? Who knows what God has in store for uh, for Anglican worship in this part of the state? So, um, yeah, definitely reach out. And be sure to subscribe wherever you listen to this podcast. Normally, they, uh, normally the podcast comes out Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays uh, with morning prayer at 8 a.m. Eastern and evening prayer at 5 p.m. Eastern. Uh, like I said, this is just kind of mixing it up a little bit. Um, but, uh, yeah, I hope you enjoyed morning prayer here on this uh, Sunday morning, on this Lord's Day. And... Uh, Hopefully, uh, this was a nice supplement to your regular worship. Uh, if you've not found, if you were listening somewhere and you do not have a, a church family, um, I strongly encourage you to find a a church that uh, preaches the word that that uh, is strong in its adherence to um, scripture and to the the faith that's handed down to us. Um, if you are interested in this style of worship, you can go to anglicanchurch.net. That's the, um, Anglican Church in North America website. Uh, there's, uh, resources on there to how to, uh, uh find a parish, uh, in your area. Um, and, uh, there's definitely, uh, a lot out there and, and obviously, uh, my prayer is that it will continue to uh, to grow and, and that people will um, really grow in their faith uh, through this uh, worship, through this ministry. And when it comes to this podcast, be sure to subscribe wherever you're listening to it, um, be it on uh, Apple Podcasts or Spotify or Google or Amazon, wherever you're catching this, um, definitely be sure to subscribe, uh, give it a good rating so the algorithm will uh, make it a little more prominent, you know, that uh, hopefully more people will find it. Let someone know that if you uh, know someone who uh, could benefit from this uh, podcast, let them know, guide them to it, and uh, hopefully, uh, hopefully they'll get something out of this as well, so... Well, we'll go ahead and wrap up for this special edition. It was a little different, but I hope uh, you got something out of it and it was enjoyable for you. Uh, so again, this has been Common Prayer. My name is Craig Kelly. I pray that uh, God richly blesses you today, and I'll see you next time.